Sweater. There we go. It's not really a sweater. There we go. Back on. Ben fixed it. Good old double click of the trackpad. Open up those audio options. All right, so back to the pre-show. So you were, uh, so you're talking Museum of Fine Arts Houston here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you were saying what? It is. It was free on Thursdays, uh, up until 9 p.m. Again, this could be spring break hours. You know, tend to forget that it's spring break. That thing, spring break came out of nowhere. But it was nice. You know, you just walk in. The Vincent Vago exhibit was an additional cost, but the regular stuff that's there all year round, free on Thursdays. Museum of Natural Science, free from 3 to 6 p.m. No so, way. Yeah. That's interesting to me. On Thursdays, yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless they have some like new exhibit. Sure. But 3 to 6 p.m. No, I know they charge extra for the exhibits. That's fine. But like the normally, Museum of, Museum of Science is not cheap. The natural, Museum of Natural Science is not cheap. I didn't know you could just go to the planetarium. Yes. That's, what, that's what Karen did. She was like eight bucks. It was, or it was, oh, I'd say you still have to buy a ticket, though. Yeah, it, that, I didn't know it was that cheap. I thought that was expensive. Yeah, I think planetariums are seen as out of date. Oh. I don't think they should be, but I think they are. Although I haven't been since. I haven't been ago. since school. Yeah, so maybe they are out of date, but maybe that's why. I, I wonder what see. the IMAX is like. Because you, did you go into, as a kid and the IMAX was like awesome? Yeah, it was like, and, it was like the But now, like, kind of movie theaters have the same thing. IMAX, XD, Do you 3D think they've Max, updated it? Like, do you think it, it looks different? I know that... I don't like... Well, I have actually haven't been to IMAX forever. The most recent thing would be 3D, and I hate 3D. Mm-hmm. I don't like how it's just, it looks a little I distorted. Like it, it's too much, and then it's... The I don't think I've gone to a 3D movie since college. No, it's not worth it. Yeah, I don't like it. It's not... First of all, the effects are not that great. No, they're not. And what, what is good is just, like, the added audio. The audio is, like, different. Although now they have that option where it's like XD, feel it, the seats vibrate, yada yada yada, feel every gunshot. Da, 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 da. Why do people change things? I don't know what they change. Does it taste different? Is it not? Does it not have that sweetness to it anymore? Doesn't have sweetness to it. Uh oh. Maybe they. I don't know what they did. I don't know what they. Crack done. rocks in there. It is in there. It it's is in there. there. I see it. What'd you change, Boomtown? What did you do? What did you do? It's like I'm talking to Jack. Speaking what of. did you do? <laughs> Speaking of, shout out to. Uh, Mila, Tiffany, and Veronica from Fitness sponsoring our coffee That's intake right. this morning. Thank you, Mila, Tiffany, and Veronica. The uh, the gift card that you were so gracious to gift me for my birthday uh, is the way that we got our coffee this morning from mm-hmm. Boomtown. Mm-hmm. Boomtown um, now that the, my Crack Rock does not sweeten my coffee, I am no longer as big of a fan. Like If this is permanent, Boomtown's back to the bottom. That just means we have to try again. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but speaking of that, Speaking of coffee specifically, this week we are fortunate enough to have our real coffee sponsors, 1885 Coffee. Um, Jose and Molly dropped off uh, some bottles of their cold brew that was yep. pre-mixed with MCT powder. Powder. How did you enjoy that? That was delicious. Right? I did not have a full bottle. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. But it was delicious. What I did have was amazing. It was incredible. It tastes good. And it and it's like, is there milk in here? No. Is there almond milk? No. Coconut? No. It's just the MCT powder that gives it that creaminess, which is interesting because I'm only used to the oil. So MCT, medium chain triglycerides. Um, so kind of what that looks for is they're a little bit more easy to break down. So you can get, it's kind of almost like a source of energy, especially if you're keto. And focus. Um, and it's supposed yeah. to improve sharpness. Yeah, yeah. So uh, basically, like as all healthy fats would, it's supposed to improve brain function. If you're keto, it improves energy, uh, things like that. They're healthy fats. They're great. Um, now, Jose was very in, uh, intentional about using the powder 
instead of the oil that, say, you would use in your coffee mm-hmm. for, like, bulletproof coffee. And I think the reason for that is, like, when the coffee's hot, it can it can absorb the oil a little bit better. Yeah, break it or down. at least, yeah, break it down and work with the oil more. Mm-hmm. But as you know, if you were to put that coffee then in the fridge and it got cold, the oil would, would separate like, yeah, so from the liquid of the coffee. And so the powder allows it to stay absorbed. And so when you pulled it out of the fridge, maybe you gave the bottle a little bit of a shake, but pretty much it was ready to go. Mm-hmm. And when you poured it, you're exactly right. Even the look and the taste it looked like there was a milk or something mm-hmm. mixed in. It had a lighter brown uh, look to it. And then when you drank it, um, I told Molly it gave it body. Yeah. It gave the coffee body. And it did change the taste of the flavor as well. It kind of softened. Didn't work. We'll talk about that in a second. That I one did. 50-50 chance. <laughs> um it kind of softened the edge of the cold brew. Now, 1885, I think, is already a very smooth cold brew. It's it's not it's particularly good. rough. Starbucks is much rougher. Well, Starbucks co- iced coffee, not cold Even brew. I haven't been to Starbucks in so long. Since 1885 has been here, I have bought so much less coffee outside of this gym. I don't know. There's a cool little um, statistic-ish on that. But continue. Yeah, so the uh, the MC2 oil, I would, uh, MC2 powder, I'm sorry, um... I would highly suggest it. I would highly suggest it. And it's something you can find right now because the keto trend. Yeah, it's yeah. it's widely available because the keto trend which which is everywhere more than ever. Neither here nor there uh in my opinion it's it's it, that is very individual based. I've said it, don't knock it. Okay? Do not be the one that just dismisses it as a fad because it does work and it can work for very specific individuals. Um, but at the same time, it's not for everybody, and mm-hmm. it should not be applied like Whole30 used to get applied where everybody should hop on board. But the MCT powder and oil is widely available, and that is beneficial to anybody, regardless of your approach to diet nutrition. Mm-hmm. And it is a great additive for the coffee. It's a replacement for, like, butter. Because, yeah. I mean, you're looking at butter. And also, like, butter can't really be mixed with cold brew. No. How, how would you go about doing that? That would be a nightmare. That would be you a just, really... You just have a little thing of a tablespoon of butter floating You would have top. to just blend the shit out of it. Yeah. Like, just beat it to nothing. Or just chew on it while you sip <laughs> on the... Just have, take a bite of butter, mm-hmm. drink your cold brew. Mm-hmm. Just um, swash it around your mouth. The MCT... I mean, I cannot express to you enough. I mean, most of y'all, if you're on class this week, you heard me brag about it. It was so good. It, it was delicious. It was, I mean... And I'm just a fan of their coffee. I mean, I bought. I'm gonna have to buy another bag. Yeah, I'm going through those Brazil beans pretty quick. Yeah, so, so. we do have the the whole beans mm-hmm. from 1885 now, which is are are pretty incredible. And then we mm-hmm. have the the cans of cold brew in the fridge uh, available for purchase as well. Um, and again, we sell them uh, because they're they're amazing. Like mm-hmm. we we use them ourselves, and they're they're so incredibly good. Jose's doing great work, and and Molly's helping him out with that. He just landed, so he's been working it. So Molly moved back to Houston. Jose's been still in San Antonio. He just landed. He's an engineer, so he does the coffee thing. It's a side hustle. Okay. Yeah. So this delicious coffee is a side hustle right now. He has like a whole like setup at the house where like there's like, uh, like siphons and beakers. And so stuff. he, yeah, I I think that's how it started. But now he's moving because the scale of operation. He's moving to like renting commercial space. Like Ooh, nice. even like what he'll do because like if you if you cook, you know you can't. Cook in your kitchen no. and sell the goods. No. It's got to be an FDA approved or yeah. whatever governing body approved. Yeah. And so there's a lot of commercial kitchens. Permits. And like Vital Kitchen, for example, cooks out of a commercial kitchen. I believe they lease it or they rent it or something. Um, but you can like lease it where like you are leasing it the way you lease a building. But you can also do like lease it like by based on number of hours. Oh. And so I think what he looks to do is like he doesn't need a kitchen all the time. 
he needs like once a week, once a month kind of thing. Yeah. And so he'll find a commercial kitchen and rent it for six hours, Those eight hours. Beans. Uh, and I did volunteer us to work with him if you ever when we when he gets to Houston because I thought it'd be a cool experience. I think so too. because um, he said it's really limited by manpower. Okay. He said the process is it's pretty easy, but it's limited. There's only so much two people can do. Yeah. Um, but question. Uh-huh. So this MCT powder and the cold brew. It made me want to like just drink it and drink it and drink it. Like you can't, you can't tell what's going on because it's so good. It's like a fruity alcoholic beverage. There you go. You <laughs> just want the flavor. Just you, keep going. You're not even drinking for the alcohol. But by the way, there's alcohol. So like yeah. now you're real. Yeah, you're three in. You're like well, I'm feeling funny. But you want that taste still. You're like I. Yeah. St- it's like the sugar thing. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. still want that sweet flavor. Mm-hmm. There's no sugar. What do you think about um, decaf cold brew? Oh, just get that taste. With the MCT powder? Because you and I, I for the audience, you and I talked about decaf the other day. Yeah. Um, and n- not, on the, not on the podcast. I think we yeah. were talking in person, like, what, what the role is. Yeah, what it's And is it, like, are you just craving the taste? I think that's what it is. That, that taste, that aroma. Like, well, my aroma father has been drinking coffee every day of my life since I can remember. Mm-hmm. He drinks it morning, noon, and night. Like, mm-hmm. even at 6 p.m., he'll heat it up, not to stay up late, just because that's what he likes to drink. Yeah. He has abused his uh, adrenal gland so much that it pretty much doesn't impact him. I think it's placebo by now <laughs> where he needs the warm flavor in the morning yeah. to wake him up, but it's not actually the caffeine doing it because he's blunted to that experience because yeah. he's never fasted from it. Yeah. He's never broke the habit. And so he'll come home at 6 p.m. If there's coffee in the pot, he'll warm it up and, and drink it. Um, keep saying I need to do a week off. But I was thinking, well, maybe decaf could let us do that. Maybe. You know? Hmm. I think, like for me, I think I'm getting to the point where I just need a warm beverage in the morning. Kind of the way you were drinking hot water. Yeah, yeah. So it's good. So I was thinking, like, decaf coffee. But then that took me to MCT powder. Like Decaf with MCT. That way you're getting some benefit one, other than... One, I've never seen decaf cold brew. Never. No, no, no. What do you think that's like? I imagine it's great. Because like, I, right, I like because, the taste of cold brew. Because you like the taste of cold brew, yeah. right? Like, I know I do. But, like, you truly... And you're kind of... You you actually really do think about it. You're yeah. like, this is better than that. You're not just yeah. like, I'll drink anything. I'll drink anything. Yeah. You are you. It's not that you're picky. You will drink. Like if I brought this to you and it wasn't your favorite, you would still drink it. Yeah. But you would not necessarily go buy it yourself. Yeah. You would I'd be go like, somewhere you would like... make a note that like this is not my favorite. I would prefer to go there. I'd prefer to go to Boomtown. You know, kind of thing. There's a funny. There's a funny statistic on that as well. <laughs> well, it's not funny, but like, do you have these statistics? Like, you actually well, want to speak of, on them? Kind of, sort of. So like. Basic. Well, because yesterday, like, yeah, when you were when you text over the shirts, like, I told you, oh, sorry, I put my phone down. I was outside, and, like, I was. Joel literally explained to Maddie Garcia and I what sunbathing was. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just briefly. No, you literally that. go. Sorry, guys. I I so, I went outside without my phone and I laid in the sun and well, read. And then you go, but that would be fine. That's still not too far. But then you go. Literally. I don't know. It's something I do to. To unplug, cancel. yeah, I, or to unplug. cancel the noise. I was like, yeah. so sunbathing. You went out to sunbathe. I got sunburnt. I wasn't. I got sunburnt. You got fair skin. Well, there's that too. But I went from a t-shirt to a tank because, like, oh, the sun's out. Because it was great. It was a, such a. It, after it, about 9 a.m., it was a perfect day. I went outside and I witnessed the transition from gray to blue. Yeah. I was like, what happened? It was amazing. I had a t-shirt on. I was like, I need to take this off. Put a tank on. So I have two different types of like sunburns. <laughs> I have the sleeve one, the farmer one, and then I have a tank one. So I was like, "Oh, that's well done. fantastic!" Well done. I just burn easily, and uh, I was just I was just reading a. We have the magazine here, the coffee one, the yep. time one. I have my I have my own. Coffee. Okay, what'd you learn? And I was Teach just, me something. Uh, well, well, so basically, so 
the the biggest consumer of a cup of coffee is still the older generation, still baby boomers. They're still they that still surprised me. So yeah, but what is surprising is not surprising. They're the one. They're the lowest as far as seeking coffee outside of their home. Well, that doesn't. You're you're right. Spot on. Yeah. I I totally obviously it's a fact. So yeah, I'm, that's a fact. Like older people are drinking coffee at home. Well, think about it. Older people, the reason Folgers still exists. Yes. You're not buying Folgers. Yes. I'm not buying Folgers. Yes. That's but correct. older people, my dad's not buying 1885 coffee mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. Yet. 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 Which uh, he's which, buying whatever my mom brings home. Yeah. And they brought that up how, like coffee, like coffee right now is in its third wave of like it of its of of, of like and what's the third wave of its. Uh, Existence? Existence. Evolution. Okay, we'll call it that. Yeah, it's evolution. evolution. There you go. So, like, the first wave was, like, it just being a commodity. You go to a place, you sit down, you get, you paid a buck for coffee, you sat down, you got refill after refill after refill, and you were talking about stuff, okay? The second wave was Starbucks in the 1990s, uh, the Americanization of coffee, okay? Now we're getting into, like, uh, espresso, more consistency, right. like, different varieties, like, all in one spot. And then there's the third wave, which is kind of what you just talked about now, how I know what I like. Single origin, like I'm seeking single origin. I'm seeking different brew processes. Right now, it's in the nitty gritty, like like basically coffee snob, like that's where we're at now. Like that's where coffee's at, where people are now seeking, like oh, I want that single origin. Like I want it from Kenya. I want it from Brazil. I want it from Honduras. Like that's what 1885 does now. Right, they don't have just blends. They have single origin coffee beans. And I think their cold brew is just based off a single origin bean at a time. Like yeah. when he came, I think he alternates bags, I believe, or or, or origins. I think yeah. th- when he was here, wasn't he like this? Yeah, is this from is a Brazil one. Yeah, like this is a Brazil one, which is fantastic. That's the beans I have right now, and right now my ice pourer is on point. I think so. I could be biased. I need to let you try it. You know what? I, that's what I'll do next Friday. You're gonna see me do an ice pour over perfect i like I'll, that i'll bring the kettle over i'll bring all the stuff and then we'll just do it live on youtube facebook well and that brings me that that's a, a point i want to talk about actually not that specifically but uh kind of segments that i want to do in the future but um yeah i i absolutely believe like you know the single origin thing now before people get like coffee snobs like this is no different than 10 year 15 years ago if you bought a t-shirt it had to be 100 percent cotton yeah it had to be a heavy cotton tea mm-hmm you're going to sweat through it, but that was all your only option. Mm-hmm. And now there's tri-blend. Now there's poly cotton blends. There's all yeah. these different choices. So you're allowed to say, like, I don't like to work out in a heavy cotton T-shirt. Yeah. I like to work out in poly cotton, or I like to work out in tri-blend. Yeah. And so, like, things have just evolved. We have more resources. Mm-hmm. We're able to be more discerning. Um, that being said, of course, there are actual snobs. They're like, yeah. ew, I don't, I don't drink that. Yeah. And, I mean, whatever. I need my beans from Kenya. But it is fascinating because... Like my grandparents had the least taste. My grandfather yeah. didn't care at all. Like, yeah. just whatever you put in, I'll drink it. Cool. Mm-hmm. My dad, I so I bought him for Christmas. I got him for three months. So I guess this month would be his last month. They get they uh, It was a, it's a coffee subscription. Okay. So they send you a bag each month from a different place. Yeah. And so he, and, and I. Which is the next thing, subscriptions. like Absolutely. Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, like. It's convenient. Like 1885, talking to him, I think he talked about doing it if he's not already with some people, but it's not available yet, like widely available. But like, what if I want to get into Origin, but I don't know anything about it? And so instead of staring, or I'll get, like for me, what I would do is I would end up, I'd buy Honduras, and then since I liked it, I would never buy anything else. Yeah, I would never take the chance to experience Brazil or uh, Nicaragua or something else. Mm-hmm. And so if it's subscription, it, it kind of forces you into variety. Mm-hmm. The, the downside of subscription is that often they're only going to offer one size of bag. 
And if yeah. you drink more, you know, I need I need like a three pound bag for a whole month instead yeah. of like that small bag, whatever the size of the traditional bag is. Mm-hmm. But um, that obviously can work itself out. I think that it's interesting. Like, where do you think it's going to go from here? Well, I know Starbucks's plan is to do like now that. So basically, you know how basically coffee's in like what beer's doing. Mm-hmm. How you had the big companies and then all these craft breweries are coming out of nowhere right. and they're taking over. Well, Starbucks is going to start following that trend where they're going to do uh, new stores, new different type of stores where they're called reserved or the roasteries. Yeah. And the roasteries supposed to be over the top. Yeah. Like, like, Willie, like, uh, so what I read was uh, the guy's plan who used to own it, oh, who used to be the CEO. He's still involved, but he's no longer CEO. Schultz? Yes. Because he's, there's, uh, they're saying he might be running for president. Schultz. Yeah, him. Schultz. Yep. It's Schultz. Because the new guy is Smith. The new CEO is Smith. And he trusts him a lot. But, um, he basically wants Willy Wonka in the, ch- ch- in the, the chocolate factory type place. Like yep. you got all the things. You got beans that are being fed through tubes that go to roast the the ro- they go through the roasting process that way. That's gonna be like the roastery and like uh, base. There's a few. There's only a couple open right now. There's right. one in Seattle and there's another in Shanghai or no, I could be messing that up. Doesn't matter. Yep. It's there's a couple of them open and they're over the top. Like, but well, I mean Shanghai would make sense. Like average average money spent. Yeah. Per like per visit. Your person is about twenty bucks. Damn. They have a hundred, like hundred, over a hundred dollars worth of like thermoses. What do you think it is right now? Seven. What? Oh yeah, yeah, five bucks. That a regular Starbucks? Somewhere around, like somewhere below ten. Like if you're just going in there for a coffee, and then you. But I wonder good. how many people buy that extra food item or yeah. snack that would bump it to above five. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, the average price per drink is what four, three fifty to four. If you're getting just a most coffee. people are not getting a coffee though. Most yeah. people are getting some add-on, like whether it's an espresso shot. A frozen drink, a cold coffee, something that pushes that price more towards yeah. three. And that's actually what's pushing the explosion. One of the things pushing explosion of coffee is cold brew and nitro. Like that's what everyone's talking about. Like, what did we get? What did we get first from eighteen? I'm not sure my dad's ever had an iced coffee. Possibly not. He might have. I I, I often sell my dad short. Mm-hmm. They, my parents. You know, I'll get, we we do a lot of like family dinners. We're very. I'm very fortunate to get to spend time with my family because uh, Tim Ferriss talks about this. And just so y'all know, and I'll look up the actual percentage. Sorry for giving facts that are not actual facts and confirmed. But it's like once you, once you move out, you have spent like ninety percent of the time with your family that you will in your lifetime. Oh shit. It's some awful statistic yeah. like that <laughs> because you don't see them, yeah. and especially if you don't live in the same town. I'm fortunate my mom works out here. Yeah. I, I mean, I see my parents probably once a month together because we probably have a family meal with a birthday, holiday, something like that. Yeah. But, like, especially if you move across the country, oh, it might yeah. be, like, 98%. That's, like, that's, yeah. Because, like, and you're like, well, I, I went on a vacation for a week. A week out of 100 years is nothing. Yeah. And actually not 100 years because your parents had you when you're – 20 or 30 when they're 20 or 30 so they're already cutting that off their lifetime so it's like that's 40 to 60 year window yeah you spent the first 20 to 30 years with them and then you move out and then the second 30 to you're spending a month with them all together all year maybe a week yeah that's what's crazy that's so crazy. ferris talks about why like he tries to go on a family vacation every six months okay, a yeah. big one every year yeah um i don't know when the last time i went to a family reunion was 
Well, I, family names are stupid. Hey, third cousin. Shut up. <laughs> that's, a, that's an acquaintance, not a family member. Um, but anyways, so I saw my dad short about, like, he doesn't experience cool things. I'm sure he's had nice coffee. Yeah. But, like, I, don't, I know he's not going and seeking it out. Yeah. The yeah. same way he's not buying coffee. Millennials and Generation Z, as they call them. He's that's making what, it at home or he's drinking it at the office. Yeah. He's not Is stopping it? at Starbucks on the way. Mm-hmm. He's, not go- he's never been to a boomtown. He's never been to a Slowpokes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But when I mean, we talk to our athletes who are like 45 yeah. and under, they're definitely going to Boomtown. They're mm-hmm. definitely going to Morningstar. They have a, a favorite coffee shop? Absolutely. That isn't Starbucks? Absolutely. So what do you think it is? Like 50 plus? For what? The, the age that you don't go to that small coffee shop. And we're generalizing people, so please don't. It's those... I'm 55 and I'm cool. Cool, you're a 55-year-old hipster. That's great. No, it's no no you hit, you hit it right. It's like under 45, like 25, 40, well 20, like I don't see 18 to 45. That's the age group that's seeking out coffee elsewhere. I'm sorry, but like 16 to 21, I think they're seeking out frappuccinos. Yeah, these little bastards, you don't need caffeine that early. I didn't start drinking as much coffee as I do now until I got to so I started working here like <laughs> we drive we drive you to drink. Yeah, you got me drinking coffee. Uh because I remember, like, for a while, I was like, oh, I hate to taste coffee. Yeah. Oh, I don't want it to stain my teeth. Oh, I don't like coffee breath. Oh, I don't need coffee. You know what's funny? Like, you say that. I, I feel like when we get new coaches, like Miranda showing up, mm-hmm. I remember when she was here on her visit, like, I, I think I asked her, like, every day, do you want coffee? And I think eventually she's like, this is too much coffee. <laughs> and she drinks a lot. Like, I, yeah. Miranda, if you're watching, I know you drink a lot. But it's like, I think she was surprised at how often we go get coffee. Well, Casey, same thing. Yeah. She was she was all over coffee. I remember her like I remember thinking, damn, you drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, that's true. I thought she drank a lot of coffee. Um, well, so. for, I mean, low, like CrossFit. Back, talking about old school CrossFit night. Mm-hmm. One of the things should have been venti cold brews. Mm-hmm. I used to buy Trenta cold Jesus. brews or iced coffees. I would do that to last me for three days. I would do it. it I would do it at like two p.m. Jesus. on a Wednesday Jesus. when I worked at fifteen twenty-five. We used to all just. I remember that it was common practice for the 3 p.m. training session that each day a different one of us would pick up five iced coffees. Oh, then yeah. we take a scoop of Progenics and mix it in. Oh shit! And it, like sounds uh, pretty good actually. It was it, the, the chocolate Progenics and coffee was so good. Um, Progenics just taste delicious. They're just so not transparent with their shit. That's that's why why does it taste so good? <laughs> This just tastes good. How You're do you, gonna get how all the do, you do that? All you need to know is that we offer different products. It's like Coca-Cola back in the early 1900s. Oh, it was actually cocaine? No wonder I loved it so much. Yeah, I got to have some more Coca-Cola. Yeah, so there you go. Um, yeah. Okay, we probably should move off coffee. Yeah, we've been on it for a while. But, so that brings me to the second part. Um, and kind of the first thing where I'm, I want to involve y'all, and I'm going to go check the camera. How long do you think that camera's on? Um, like every time you put it on, or is it, if it's still on? Is it still on? It should be like 15, 14 minute bursts. Why don't you go over there? Because I'm gonna explain the segment section. And either maybe just even if it's on, go and restart it. Like just hit the. It's just hit the record and then turn it. Hit it back on. I, well, then I guess that's all we will do. Uh it probably hasn't been deleting. That's real kicking. Yeah, um, you want to just start deleting stuff real quick. And I'm gonna explain the next segment delete everything i don't think there's a way just delete a few things because most of it's video go to your left too once you open it up go to your left because that's where the most recent are anyway so one of the things i wanted to ask the audience today um both on the podcast and on the live videos so last week i told joel because i I didn't tell him at the time i didn't post last week's episode so if you watched it live um i hope you enjoyed it great yay it was awful in my opinion and it was my fault um you know, I think that we're 45 episodes in. So today is episode 45. And 
Yay, consistency. Yay, we didn't quit. Yay, that's great. But... What? No, just delete everything. Like, I don't need any of that stuff. All that's been uploaded on my computer. Um, but, at, yeah, when are, when are we just sitting and shooting the shit? And when are we actually creating value? And so, although I do want CNT to always be kind of fun, I want it to be our personalities... I think that it should be uh, developed and I think that it should be structured because, you know, like Jocko Wilnick says, discipline equals freedom. Structure allows for creativity. So if we have a purpose, we will be more creative. It will be more entertaining based on that purpose instead of whether it's decision fatigue or all the other topics we discussed where we've got to create in the moment and that then doesn't allow for the actual uh, entertainment to come out. So the same way that a comedian has a structure in his or her set, um, but they don't necessarily have it super like super set. Um, they allow that flexibility. We want the same thing. So we talked about this in the past. I've narrowed it down. I wanted to ask y'all uh, kind of, do y'all have ideas for topics or segments? So on this particular episode, what you're going to see, we already knocked one off the list, which is coffee shit. Okay. Um, and that is going to be a weekly segment where probably Joel, because it's kind of his passion teaches us something about coffee that he himself is learning okay um next week obviously we'll do that the cold brew pour over that he's doing which is awesome um so coffee shit will be one of the segments another segment you'll see and hear today if you watch on the post-produced video uh as well as the did it record again awesome we'll just see what happens we'll figure it out we'll figure it out um, but if you see the post-produced video, which will be on YouTube, um, or you listen to the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, anywhere else that Joel mentioned, you're going to hear Miranda, um, do a little nutrition segment. So I'm going to drop it in probably about midway, which will be right after I'm done talking here, but, uh, it'll be, I'm going to have her each week. We, I talked to her last night and she's pretty excited about it. It'll be like a one to five minute video with a weekly nutrition tip Sweet. from Miranda. So um, the video will actually have a video of her talking. The podcast will just have the audio of her talking. So we'll have a coffee segment. That'll be yours. Okay. <laughs> and we'll have a nutrition segment. That'll be hers. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the rest can be a little bit more free form. I do like when we do. Would you read? Would you watch? Would you listen to? Yeah. But I think we need to plan that ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Like last week, I kind of waited. And I was like, "Hey, so would you watch?" And we both kind of go, "Ah, shit, we didn't really want." Uh, mm. So then it, that's where I just, will say I did watch something. Well, so wait for it. Wait okay. for it because I did oh, too, and I'm very excited. It's for pleasure. It was pleasure. That's watch. fine. Okay. Mine's pleasure too. Sweet. Although yeah. I think there's plenty to learn from it, but like it's definitely not like fitness or business related. Mm -hmm. Um. So what did you watch? What did you listen to? What did you read? I think that should be a part of it. And then like upcoming announcements that'll be the standard mm -hmm. so those will be right now that's our structure if y'all have any other ideas um whether it's like that black wolf trivia we did once or twice um by the way congratulations to lucy for winning the free month because she found the plaque at the zoo yeah. none of you others have found the plaque at the zoo so no free t-shirts for you okay um but she found that the day of which was very very fast yeah. so congrats on that but if you want the black wolf trivia to come back if you want anything in particular please send us suggestions i don't yes. want this to be just us rambling. Uh, we find it fun at times, but that doesn't mean you will. And at some point, this does need to become more of a commercial endeavor trying yeah. to deliver value on purpose. So, um, you know, let's go ahead and say, and, and obviously we'll keep talking for the live videos because she's not here in the video. I'm not going to run the video, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and drop that nutrition video 
uh, in right now. So without further ado, uh, here's Miranda DeMarc from Black Wolf CrossFit, recently moved from Kenosha, Wisconsin, with yeah. your nutrition tip for the day. Check it out. Hey guys, I just wanted to come to you with a couple nutrition tips for today. The first one is going to involve grocery shopping. So whenever we're going shopping for groceries, a great rule of thumb is to be to stick to the outside of the grocery store. So if we are able to avoid the majority of those middle aisles, we're going to be avoiding a lot of those processed foods. If we stick to the outside, we're going to be able to get a lot more of our vegetables, our proteins, our meats, our higher quality foods that we're looking to have that are going to be healthier options than quick things like those sugary granola bars, pop tarts, candies that we usually tend to find in the middle aisles. Another great tip when we're trying to make meals with those groceries is going to be the rule of three. So when we're looking at nutrients, we have three macronutrients that are always going to want to be involved in our diet. The macronutrients we're looking at are proteins, carbs, and fats. So whenever we're making meals, if you can at least get one source of those three macronutrients, you're usually going to be at a good place to start. So let's take breakfast for example. I need to hit protein, carbs, and fat. So if I have a breakfast that has toast, I can hit my carbs. Maybe I put some butter on that toast, that'll help me hit my fats. And I also need a source of protein. So something I can use for that would be bacon. Or if you have something like eggs, that's gonna be a combination of protein and fat. So we get a double whammy with that one. Okay, but these are real simple tools to help you get started with conquering some nutrition goals. Again, sticking to the outside of the grocery store so we don't have those processed foods and making sure that all the meals that we're eating throughout the day have at least one source of our macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fats. All right, guys, I hope those tips helped you out just a little bit so that we're able to continue on with our goals. Have a great rest of your day. If you want to follow Miranda, she is at MirandaPandaFit on Instagram, and she is here pretty much every day. This weekend, she is with Joelle tonight. She's with yeah. Joelle tomorrow. She's with Joelle on Sunday. Okay. So you got, a, you got a crew all week. Um, there you go. And there then, you go. Or like weekend. That. Free yoga with Shay. 11.45 on Sunday. This past week, we had a gentleman named Guy. He ran yoga. He was pretty awesome. We had a good turnout, Guy. Um, even with the, the, the sweaty floors. An interesting Maybe name. we should talk about that. Floors are dry, people. Floors are dry. Are As dry. Michael Scott says, curse is lifted. The curse has been lifted. Okay. Moment, momentarily. Well, shut up. Don't, the time being. don't bring that negativity. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just preparing. You myself. don't want to move the mats again? No. You don't want to keep dragging them back and forth? I mean, it's a good workout. It's, it's a good warm-up. It's a great workout. Um, good there's cool a, down. Uh, <laughs> so there's a, uh, a, a Instagram page. I like that, Janai. I like that a lot. What'd she say? Some, some mental health talk. Um, there you go. I like that. I mean. Side note. Hey, Janai, while you're listening. Hey, Joel, you taking your Instagram test yet? No. Oh. I'm, I'm waiting for us to schedule that that podcast with Janai. Oh, so he has, he has a deadline. Yeah. Joel needs a deadline, Janai. So yeah. let him know when you want to break it down. Yeah. But by the way, in con uh, contrast to that, Miranda texted me at 7 this morning for her code. So uh, Miranda's going to take it before Joel's going to take it. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like that, Janai. Thank you for that recommendation. Um, what did I say before I read? Before you read the. Janai's comment. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about what did you say? Hold on. Uh, let's see, games. What were we gonna bring up? Wait a second. 
Who knows? Missed opportunity. And a benefit. Okay, we went from there. The pause. I've got nothing. I'm not worried about it. Let's move oh, on. Oh, we were talking about, uh, well, no, were we going to talk about what we were going to watch yet? Or were we gonna no, we weren't going to do that yet. That at least wasn't what I had said yet. Mm. Doesn't matter. Let's move on. Um, exciting news. So, I don't know if y'all know this, but officially, so you have four coaches here. And Amanda is uh, the Sunday coach. If you don't come on Sundays and you've never had the, the, the benefit of meeting Amanda Jackson, the coach that runs our Sunday workouts. Um, so that's fine. Side note, didn't tell you this yet. Kim, Freestyle Kim, is yeah. going to her L1 on April 6th. Nice. So Congratulations, Kim Eason. I tell you what, man. Um, people, like, I mean, I talked, to, I talked with her last Friday, and she signed up, like, four days later. Like, Damn. She's going to like that. At it. Uh, she's going to love it. it. She's going to love it. I wonder if she's going to have. That's what's always exciting. It's like, who's going to be at yours? Margo. If you're not aware, we're relaunching Black Wolf Fitness. Uh, it is now freestyle at Black Wolf, run by Kim Eason, world-class swimmer, mm-hmm. not hyperbole, actual world-class, mm-hmm. uh, born, uh, raised in Zimbabwe, um, boarding school, which was just a swimming training academy in South Africa, swam for U of H, and I believe, I believe, at least went to Olympic trials or some some cha- world championships. Um, and Swimming's so hard, y'all. I will check that out. She ran, and she swam the freestyle, so that's why we're calling the program freestyle. So freestyle at Black Wolf. I was explaining that this morning because they were like, "What is this freestyle thing?" Yep. Well, and then it goes further, and uh, we haven't had a team meeting yet, so I'm not sure how where you are of this, but it, we will go into more detail. But we're gonna have three class types. Um, we're going to have black or oh, free, you mentioned that freestyle hit, which is kind of the traditional high intensity interval training. So you know, minute on, minute off. You know, 90 on, 90 off, stuff like that. It's the craze that everyone's talking about. Absolutely, and it is a great way elevate the heart rate, burn fat, build muscle. For sure, well, not build muscle, but you know, it's fitness. I think it's a great way to get a lot out of a little. Yes. You know, that's why we do EMOMs. That's why we do every two minutes. That's why we do every three minutes. That's how we do programmed rest. Yeah. We're looking at intervals. It's usually something where you can sprint or push at, uh, you know, 90% the whole time because you know that two-minute break's coming up. Yeah, um, Look, Also, kind of how 19.4 set up, you know, yeah. for, for fasties. Yeah, 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 For us regular folk, it's not set up as an interval. It's just set up as survival. Yeah. Um, but for fasties, it's kind of interval training. I mean, it's realistically three to four minute sprint three minute break and then whatever the hell you got left you know um but so freestyle hit is the first class um freestyle enduro is going to be freestyle endurance um what that's going to be is more single modality uh cardio training and so running rowing bike uh we're going to see that incorporated a lot more and then finally last one is freestyle grit which i actually think is the most exciting because people for the CrossFitters out there, think Hero Wad, yeah, yeah. Um, but lighter and uh, and and you're moving more. So you're not getting stuck up against a 315-pound barbell. You're not getting stuck up against movements that, that cause you to go slow. No, you you're can, always going to be able to move, and yeah. it's always going to be 30 to 40 minutes of steady movement. Um, you know, where you're able to pick up the intensity, drop the intensity, pick up the intensity, and just move and move and move. It's kind of what the layperson defines as a good workout. Yeah. You know, when you don't have a program that's well-structured, you really can only assess workout by, did I sweat for a long period of time? Yeah. And grit is going to deliver on that promise every single time. Mm -hmm. And so three different class types. 
It is going to be a part of the Black Wolf Unlimited membership, and then the program by itself is $85 uh, before April 1st, and then it will go up to $95 after April 1st, okay? The class schedule will expand. There's currently a class time survey for current Black Wolf athletes to let me know what times they would like to see for the freestyle program, and uh, Kim's very excited. Uh, Maddie Garcia is running the show with her. I need, you to, I need that information again so I can make a little spark. Post yeah, we'll that. we'll do that. We're gonna rebrand the Instagram and the Facebook page, get some content out there specific to that. So that's exciting that that is coming. But I brought that up because now we have three level two trainers here, and uh, so we know Joel's taking the test and passed. I've taken the test and passed. Joel got his certificate recently, so it has finally hey. arrived. There we, we go. It is it. official. Official. And then Miranda brought down her level two, so that girl is a level two as well. So you got three. Um, well-educated, well-experienced trainers here at Black Wolf. Very excited to have that. And now we look ahead to the level three. Is Amanda level two, too? No. No? Low no. one, so? Okay. We'll get her there. Um, it's not because she can't be. Uh, yeah. I just don't think she has had the opportunity. And also, it's it's not cheap. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's yeah, not, not cheap. cheap. Um, and I think that, you know, it's, it's really – look, I'll be very upfront. Uh, the reason – I did it for two reasons. Uh, and I wasn't – before I did it, I wasn't going to do it. You know, to me – the level one is an excellent experience, and going back every five years, you get more and more from the level one weekend because now you know what to look for, and that's that those L1 seminar staff members are such a wealth of knowledge. It's like when you rewatch a show. That's you it. You learn something like, oh, I didn't know that Especially was. Especially if you don't stare at your phone while you do it. You know, yes. um, you absorb more and more. Which, which, I still which, see new stuff in the office. Which we could bring back to mental health, and I was going to talk about that movie that I said what we watched. So continue. okay, well we're going to have time for that for sure, but um. I went and got mine for two reasons. To get one of our former coaches to shut the hell up. And because we uh, we got sued a couple years ago, and when I was sitting in my deposition, the uh, opposing attorney really wanted to grind me down on only being an L1. Boy, it was dumber than hell. He didn't know yeah. what the hell he's talking about. But like, he kept saying, it. so you're only an L1. So you're only an L1. So you're only an L1. <laughs> and... And here's the deal in the deposition. You can't be emotional. Yeah. So you can't be like, hey, bro, I know more. Like, I have more experience than anybody you've ever talked to. Yeah. You can't say that because now it's, oh, he's, he's irrational. He's emotional. Yeah. He's yeah. being unprofessional. And so you just have to sit there and take that freaking assault of, try, oh, that's try, all you have. Try a free week. Why didn't you do more? Why didn't you do more? And so I was like, fine. I don't want to be in this position ever again. Yeah. But, I mean, if, they're, if they have knowledge that there's L304, oh, you're just an L2? You're yeah. just an L2? That's the you're thing. It, there's always going to be something else. There's always something. But here's what happened. So I went to my L2. It's worth it. It's it nice. It's worth it. It's worth it. They definitely break it down a lot. Um, it was, at in the moment, it was a little disappointing, not because of the content, not because of the curriculum, because of the people in there. Oh. Um, I just, I wish there was a seminar that guaranteed mercenaries. Yeah. Like assassins. <laughs> yeah. Like people that were killers in this business. Mm -hmm. And so I walked in thinking I was going to be surrounded by the best of the best. Mm -hmm. I don't toot my own horn. No, but there was three of us. There's, that, there's honestly, and I remember this. This was when we had some, some low-performing coaches here. So I definitely went in going like, I'm going to hire some of these people. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to shake hands and get to know those people. I'm going to hire some of these people. Mm -hmm. There's one guy I would have hired and he was a affiliate owner from Waco. Mm -hmm. So I can't hire him. Yeah. The other, and there was other guys and gals that were good. Yeah. But like L1 good. Like yeah. why are you at your L2? I had a lady that wasn't even coaching. Yeah, same. 
and she didn't know how to move. And she wasn't like she was shocked. She got stuck on the points of performance, not which ones to deliver. I had coaches that, that points of performance existed. Yeah, I had coaches that squat wasn't that great. I mean, you gotta at least have a good squat. You gotta have at least a good squat. Very good. Squat. What are we doing here? Like that, this, you should, your butt should not be winking right now, sir. You're not that old, and even then, there's some old people that can squat. And and it reminds me, and, and this is often a debate, and not in CrossFit. Well, actually, yeah, in CrossFit, because there are affiliate owners that are just dumb. Um, I mean, I'll always go back to it. I post a, I make a blog post about why cheating, why if you consistently cheat, you're not just impacting yourself. I made that blog post two weeks ago, and a former affiliate owner gets on there and goes, former, why does this matter? Like the fact that he had the audacity to put that in public and say, I have no problem with cheating. And then he goes, because it never happened in my gym. And I've said it. Then Michelle, uh, our Michelle from 5 a.m. put on earlier, like when the, when Cross was pushing strict Cindy, yeah. like, hey, do it right. Make sure, do it slow so you yeah. know the round, like stay on top of it, quality reps, not the speed. She made a post about like, I wish more affiliates would do this. Yeah. Her old affiliate owner was like, maybe you should find a better gym. And she's like, yeah, I was talking about him. Yeah, like, yeah. affiliate owners are full of shit, yeah. okay? And so oh, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say that it shouldn't be debated, but I think it would be debated. The L1 and the L2 are not responsible for the quality of coaching. Yeah. The f- affiliate owner that hired those coaches is responsible for the coaching. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if we hire a new L1 coach and they go, you know, fail out there, yeah. they, they, they misdirect, they're awful – I don't go, man, how did you get your L1? I say, yeah. man, how did I not develop you into what I need you to be? Yeah. That's my fault. The L1 is just a seminar. Yeah. Anybody can learn. Yeah. It's about application, you know? Yeah. And before you get into, yeah, that's the problem. It's only a weekend. Well, I can get my CSCS, that daunting uh, uh, certificate that says I am a certified strength conditioning specialist by reading a textbook on my own and taking an exam online. So what? I don't even get to talk to a seminar staff member, okay? So NASM, whatever. NASM too. So, yeah, any one. personal training. I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. I don't have to have any experience. Yeah. And so it, it's, it's about the ownership developing the talent. So I don't think it's necessarily the L2's fault. But my thing is I, I just wish there was some sort of vetting process. Yeah. Whether there was an exam before. But then what would that look like? You know, like. Maybe a fix would suck. <laughs> A written essay. Well, you know what it, you know what they're doing with the L three. You have to prove that you've coached a certain number of hours. Yeah, I think that would be a start. I think and the L the written test. I it? think the L two should have a certain number of hours required. Yeah, because then it has you, recommended. Hours. I know, but that's bullshit. That's what it is. Recommended hours. That's then at the same time, you got to think of it as, it's still a money grab too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't want to alienate too many people. Yeah. If you want to pay a thousand dollars with ten hours of coaching, pay a thousand dollars. Yeah, we'll take it. But um, it was a good week in the seminar staff, but I did feel like I wasn't surrounded by the best, which means we couldn't be the best. Yeah. They were good people. They were great people, you know. But just in terms of professionals in the industry, you know, I got some heady shit in my head, man. I got some lofty ideas about what we can be, mm-hmm. and I'm surrounded by people that can't air squat. You know? Yeah. The discussions at lunch aren't about how to become a mercenary. The discussions mm-hmm. at lunch are like, can you believe we have Sri Chan? <laughs> yes, I can believe we have Shri Chen. She's amazing. <laughs> Moving on. Did you hear what she said? Yeah. You know, so um, the L2 is great. And when you see it properly applied, that's where there's that next level in professionalism. Okay, so let's get off that. That's fun. Um, How did we get there? Your certificate was laying there. Oh, that's right. 
Let's go and move on to what we watched, what we listened to, what did we read. All right, cool. So, so you you watched a movie. I watched a movie. Let's talk about it. Triple Frontier, Netflix. Oh, the new one. The new one. Just came out. Just came Last out. Last Wednesday? Uh, I'm not sure when. But okay. I'm excited to this watch Wednesday. It. This past Wednesday. And uh, the only reason that I could relate this to mental health is because no phone was present. I just sat down and watched the movie. Didn't go anywhere. Just sat and watched it. Wasn't distracted whatsoever, which is something that most people are not. Or yep. they could be too distracted. But, like, for the most part, usually I never get to tune into a movie. I'm usually like, oh, let me, what's going on over here really quick? Right. So it was great to just immerse myself in the movie. And it was a, and it was, it was an awesome movie. You like it? I like it. Okay. I like it. It's, it's a long one, though. It's long. It's long. It's two hours, a okay. over two, but it's well, good. I mean, uh, so my first thing when I when I saw it, it's it, it it looked like it was either gonna be great or it was gonna be awful. This could be because great. you turn the preview. It uses some common tropes like, "Hey, it's you, it's okay to walk away, yeah. but you have to do it now." Yeah. Every heist movie has ever has yeah. has said that. Yeah. It's got Ben Affleck, who I'm not always certain. Yeah. There are movies he's brought it in, and there's yeah. movies where you're like. Eh, He's he's definitely the, the the bad guy in this movie. Okay. Well, he's so, the one that messes it up for everyone. So the uh, this the cast is pretty stacked. The cast is stacked. Um, I don't think they're they're top A list, but they're no. all people you recognize. Yeah, yeah. You might not know names, um, but like Poe from Star Wars is in it. Poe from Star Wars. Um, he's, Charlie he's, he's Hunman's fat, in it. Yeah, Sons from of Sons of Anarchy. The other white kid that looks like Tron. Tron. He was in Tron. Tron, the Tron guy. Yeah. Who. He's in something else. He's in other movies. He was in. He was in uh, Four Brothers. That's it. He's in Four. He was the younger brother, the yeah. skinnier brother in yeah, Four Brothers. That dies. Yes. Um, spoiler alert. Oh no! In in Four Brothers. No spoiler alert. That's still a spoiler. What if I haven't seen it, bro? It's that movie's old enough. It's if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. I will spoil everything for you on that movie. Yeah. If you um, haven't seen Four Brothers, which is a good, I think it's a good movie for its time. This is definitely. Oh, a fun Four Brothers movie. is awesome. It's an f- awesome movie. Like this it's not under- family. It's, it's not untraditional family. It's an un- underrated movie. Yeah, I think it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, fighting on the ice that was crazy. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, crazy. Yeah, like yeah. they went out on the river yeah. and it's frozen. They're just that's normal. Like driving cars out there. Yeah. It's crazy. Wait, what's crazy. Going on? Can't. I'm in Texas. I don't. Can't imagine that. Yeah. I would if I saw a frozen lake, I would never think to step on it. Yeah, it would yeah. still be a lake to me. I'd be like, yeah. okay, cool, it's got that a might crack. Yeah, I'm not. D- what I don't know what thick ice is. Yeah, like a skating rink that's actually on a, a lake or a pond. Yeah, that would Isn't still. That, but that's what they do at Discovery Green, right? With that little man-made pond, they turn into ice. I don't know what. How would their yeah, but I'm is. assuming they have coolers that force yeah. it to stay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I don't think that the Naturally. Houston Arrows were playing on a pool. No, definitely not. Like I think they there was ice that, but. That was always under the basketball court, right? I have no idea. Does anybody actually know how that works? Someone someone tell us. Like, was the ice under the basketball court, or did it melt away and reform every time there was <laughs> they just froze a hockey they game? Fr- they froze the floor overnight. Well, I know they lifted the wood up. The wood gets picked up. I know that. That Frozone from Incredibles come in. Just... <laughs> All right, y'all. Does that mean it's Samuel L. Jackson? Yes. He comes in. Just it's cold, mother. Superpower. Um, okay, so... Uh, Three fronts. What was it called? Triple Frontier. Triple Frontier. Triple Frontier. Yeah, I, I'm gonna watch that this weekend. If you get stressed out, movies. Yeah. No one's gonna stress you out. Well, my mom was stressed. She's like, "Oh my god, I don't know what's gonna happen." Like it was that type of movie. Like, what's gonna happen? Something bad's gonna happen. Something yeah. bad's gonna happen. It's so good. Okay, so I'm gonna watch that. I, I, I that's been recommended. I, I heard that on one of my favorite podcasts. You should watch it before they make memes about it. Okay, I'll watch it this weekend. Probably tonight. I think Madison works tonight, and yeah. so I'll, I'll have tonight to watch after the open. Um, Again, it's a long one, so I got a good one too. Good. What you got? Have you seen the new series on F1 Racing? 
Oh, the the Netflix thing, bro. Press I've I've only seen the thumbnails. Bro, press play. Is it good? Press play. I've been I've been tempted. Press play. There's just so much. I think they're like thirty minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Press everybody. Press play. What's it about? Oh, they they. What's the premise? The premise is they must they must have been in the, they must have been recording for years. Uh, it's about the 20, 2018 season, so okay. last year. Okay, but okay, they so have it's real. It's like a documentary. Oh, it's a docu series. It's real. Oh, okay. That's but good. they do the drama. Oh, okay. They're in. They must have had these teams sign contracts. They're in on conversations they never should be in on. Ooh. They're in on owners talking about how a driver's going to lose a seat. They're in on how spot they're going to change engines. They're in on everything. Just the background. Stuff. And they have the footage from the years before. Nice. They nice. have the commentary. They basically and what they what they do so good is. I I haven't gotten to the end of the season yet. Um, I'm eight episodes in. I don't, I haven't even looked because I don't want to ruin any. I'm so I usually look ahead to be like how many episodes, yeah. and then you'll accidentally catch like the synopsis of the last episode. Mm, I don't know. But here's the good. There's no through line. Okay. The, the through line is that you see the same players, okay. but they each, and it's very interesting. Some episodes are only about like two players, and then you don't hear from them again in another episode. Other episodes, you see the same players come in and out. Okay. So for example, when you press play, Daniel Ricardo. Max Verstappen are the two racers for Red Bull Racing. Oh, yeah. Red Bull Aston Martin, I think. Um, oh my God! And they use Renault. And I mean, it's—I don't like racing. I don't like racing. I think it's—I think it's pretty cool. Like, I want to see a Formula but One. But that's man. the thing. That's what is the coolest is the onboard footage of the actual races. Oh. How do they make those turns? How do they make the and the way like the beauty of passing? It's art, man. It's art. You gotta, you gotta time it right. And the stress they're under, the amount of money that goes into it, Oof. the way. It, so there's only twenty. There's only twenty spots. Uh-huh. There are only twenty seats. If you get dropped, there's no twenty-first seat. There's no. You're Oof. out. You're Fuck. out. Jeez. And then it's about money. Like way up front, they say like, Ferrari and Mercedes are putting five hundred million dollars into this, and I think it's a. Mitchell Racing. Some an English team is putting. Like forty million, Dang. and they're like, "Yeah, Whoa. we're up, we're up against it. We can't. We like we can compete, but like money." And they say it: money buys championships because you, yeah, it's about your car. Yeah, you using all the latest technology, all the latest and greatest, and, and so and stopping and going. Goodness, it, it is, it's amazing. It's so amazing. Even if you don't like racing, um, the the men are amazing. Like they're so they're so talented. Yeah. The dynamic between. But guess here's the deal. So we're on Red Bull together, all right? Right. All right. Like the drivers, but or if you lose, cockpit, they'll boot you. So you got to beat me. Oh shit! So one of the episodes is about like teammates trying to kill each other. Shit! That dynamic. This, this ain't no shake and bake. It's amazing. No, it's def. It's there's no. There is no. It's, it's, it's shake or there's bake. There's not a single team where they're like, yeah, buddy. It's shake or bake. It's this. it's incredible. And then to watch the the pit crew dynamic. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about this. So think, what's what's the what's the average time for a pit stop? That so that's a thing. And this is not a spoiler alert. There is a it, about. First of all, I think it's so dope because they're all English. Yeah. Like not all. Like there. They're, uh, there's so uh, one of the episodes for our crew because we got we um we got a lot of, of Mexican pride here. One of the drivers is from Mexico. Okay. And the other driver on his team is not. This is Red Bull. And they no. This is uh. Old Spice. Renault. Marlboro. You'll see when you watch it. Renault, the, watch, when, the watch company. When he goes and races in Mexico, watching the home crowd, just like flags, it's, a, it's just amazing. It's 
it's the passion for this sport that is not American at all mm-hmm. is is incredible to see. Yeah. Um, then there's one where it's this billionaire bought a team, Force India. Um, no, he was already the owner of another one, and his son got to race for him. Okay. Because here's part of the deal as a driver. If you bring sponsors or you bring money, it doesn't matter if you're good. Mm. They'll take the money over performance. No shit. So one entire episode is about the better driver being worried he's going to lose his seat because there's a billionaire who's going to buy the team and he has a son who races who's not very good, uh, but he's got a billion dollars. Uh, that sucks. It's fascinating. But here's the thing. It'll get you episode one from the moment you press play. Was any of it in Singapore? Did they get in? Yes. It, they talk that, about it. And that's, that's for, the other fascinating thing. That's where I want to go. The different track layouts. I think that'd be fun. If anybody saw Iron Man 2, yeah, that was, was Monaco. That was Mar- yeah, Monaco. Monte Carlo. Yeah. And the race there Monte is like. Monte Carlo Monaco? Monte Carlo's in Monaco. Oh, okay. And so it's a casino area. Like, but um, it talks about how that's the hardest race because there's the fewest number of straightaways. Yeah, like, so it's all about pole position. Yeah, shit. Isn't that where the 16-year-old girl, 16 year, six, I think she was 16 years old, where she crashed? I have no Did you ever idea. see that footage? No. Well, it probably won't be in the docuseries. It yeah. recently happened. Teenager, driver, car just flies into the stands. She was okay. Yeah, that's great. No, the so Monte Carlo was about, or Monaco was about qualifying. So it talks about the stresses of like, you've got, so Saturday's qualifying, Sunday's racing. Okay. And so like Monte Carlo, if you, your pole position matters. Mm-hmm. Because passing is not impossible, but Super hard. Typical. It's so hard. It's tight. And so if you can get in front, you just hold. Yeah. And there hasn't been an episode. So the, the dominant, the four-time world champion right now is Lewis Hamilton. Um, that guy. By the way, black dude. Like, kill it. Like, it's a white sport. It's a white sport. He's been racing his whole it's life. It's so white. And he's just up front. Like, he's so far ahead. Him and Vettel, who I think is German, um, they're so far ahead. Most of the episodes don't even mention them. <laughs> like they're just like you know where they're at yeah they're playing with whoever they're talking if you're about. watching this you're probably interested and then in that's the, the other thing it does really good it builds suspense regardless of placement mm-hmm. so when they talk about i'm forgetting the team force indy i think they're competing in like eighth and ninth place but they're making it seem like they're competing in first and second place okay. because points matter yeah. where as long as you place like top 10 or something you get points and how many laps are they doing so I honestly have watched eight episodes and they've never talked about total number of laps. So they, it's just all the behind they the scenes. Make the re- they make the race seem like it's 18 laps. Okay. It's not. I think it's, it's much longer. It's a lot more. It's, sure. I think it's much longer. But that's the point. They don't draw it out. Okay. They keep it. There's never a boring part. Yeah. They don't let it like – there's one where a guy had to fend off a guy for like six laps and they made it in two minutes like yeah. or maybe 90 seconds because they're just like – they showed the key points when they got close. Yeah. The number of crashes, how they make contact – you're I'm trying to, to pass with someone and not get passed at the same time while traveling at crazy speeds. There's one guy who got in a wreck last year off the first turn in one of the races, and he's never recovered mentally. He's, like, basically crashed out in every race since. And he finally got in a race where he wasn't crashing, but he got passed by everybody. Like, he couldn't uh, defend his position. Yeah. He just kept well, getting passed. It's fascinating. Um, did you listen to anything good? Uh no, I don't think I listened to anything. I just yesterday was my fun day to just sunbathe and read. Yeah, so and watching that movie was amazing. I, I listened to the, so the, I mentioned it last week the Y Combinator podcast. Um, it's generally for startups. It actually used to be called Startup School, so technology Silicon Valley. There's so many good episodes released recently. I cannot express to you what's it called. Why? 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 Oh, just why? Combinator. Oh, okay, Y Combinator. If you've ever watched the show Silicon Valley on HBO, which I have not, 
it's fa- it's a hilarious show. If you've ever been fascinated by like when you watch Social Network, Facebook, the Facebook movie, oh, yeah, yeah. If, you, if that was like that interesting one. to you, like Silicon Valley is a basic a comedy about that stuff. Oh, okay. And then um, Y Combinator is the real real. Oh, okay. Um, and so they just interview these founders. But there's one that I'm gonna have you listen to because it's they they flip the script and they interviewed the guy that runs the podcast about starting the podcast, okay, and what he did and why he did it, okay, and yeah. he did it because he thought he needed to start a YouTube channel for Y Combinator, oh, okay. but because it gets better SEO, meaning clicks, like finding it on yeah. Google, but he didn't know what kind of content like an incubator where most people are not doing exciting stuff, they're just doing research and they're getting funding and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and you can't show most of those meetings. So he realized that if you do a podcast and record the interview Joe Rogan style, mm-hmm. then your YouTube goes through the roof. Yeah. And because people want to watch the podcast, basically. Yeah. So that's why he started it. And now it's this huge thing. Mm-hmm. And so the Y Combinator podcast, I cannot recommend that enough. Um, final thing, the Open 19.4 got announced. Mm-hmm. What's the workout, Joel? Workout 19.4, you have four time, three rounds. Snatch, 95-65, followed by 12 bar-facing yeah, burpees. Three-minute rest after you complete that couplet. And then three rounds, 10 muscle-ups, 12 bar-facing burpees. If you do not finish the first triplet below nine minutes, then you are done yep. because of that three-minute required rest. After if you that. don't have bar muscle-ups, you're done. And if you don't have bar muscle-ups, your only skill But you're going to try. You're going to try. Your scale is uh, pull-ups, chin over the bar yep. pull-ups. Uh, so uh, uh, all the way that. through... Masters 55, it is yeah. chin over the bar pull-ups. 55 plus, it's... Jumping chest to bar. Scaled jumping chest to bar. Yeah, 60, 65, 45. Uh, RX is uh, no. chest to bar. Yeah, 65, 35. 65, 45. For, yeah, 65, 45. No, no, it's not about the Masters. Oh, Masters, I didn't I didn't because look at that. I have, one this, I have one in the morning. Yeah, that's true. Your your lovely mother, My mother, Sue Joe's. Killing it, man. She's uh, I think she's done all the open workouts so far. That's uh, did she miss the first? I think she missed the first one by accident. She was, she was out of town. She was out of town. Okay, yeah. so she's gotten but, three of the four. But she's been here. She's yeah, been here. She's awesome. Um, it's exciting day. Twelve minute workout. That means tonight will be short. It means we'll be done an hour and a half at most. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, we'll still have the barbecue. It's uh, St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's well, it's not Day. Not St. Patty's Day, but Sunday. But we're celebrating St. Patrick's Day. So wear your green. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel right. will have the grill back out there. All the food. Yes. yes. Sounds like we have even more food coming. Y'all been killing it on the potluck. We're gonna have green eggs and ham. Just kidding. Maybe. Killing it on the potluck, so make sure you get out here. Even if you're not participating, get out here, hang out. It's a great time. We're normally out of here by 9, 9.30. At least that's what I'm going to say tonight. I'm not saying past 9. And it'll be a fabulous, fabulous night. Uh, We are back tomorrow. Joel Miranda run the show 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. And then Joel Miranda run the show at 10.30 a.m. Again, free yoga 11.45 on Sunday. Yeah. You got anything else? No, that is all from me today. All right. I think we bounced back from last week pretty good. Uh, We'll Mm -hmm. be back with an even better episode next week. This has been CNT episode 45. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Let us know the feedback, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. Y'all are awesome. Tell us what you want to hear because this is for y'all, not for us. We can talk like this anytime we want. Um, Help us make this productive. Help us make this valuable for you and for others. Okay? Mm -hmm. I hope you have a fabulous weekend. I hope to see you soon. That's all for me. Thanks for tuning in, folks. This is Black Wolf Untitled, episode 45. Peace. Peace.